Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and Simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vikalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simple the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simchas Chassan Vikala. Karen Simchas Chassan Vikala was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devorah Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, Please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another awesome episode of Go Simcha, the podcast. We're up to episode number 17, which is really cool. If you're still listening to us, thank you so much. Your, your, your feedback is much appreciated and we get a lot of it. We get phone calls, we get messages on Instagram, we get emails, we get high fives in the street. No kidding. We do get high fives in the street. Some people in the, in other places come up to me and say, Hey man, I saw you on Go Simple the podcast. I say, that's my show. But anyways, this is a very special episode for me. I'm super excited. I've been trying to get these guys on my show. I've been dogging them for weeks, weeks and weeks. They haven't been ignoring me for because they, they find me annoying. They've been ignoring me because they just finished putting out yet another awesome album. So as you can see in the screen, we got eighth day on us. We got on the show with us. We got Benzi and Shmuel Marcus with us here on Go Simple, the podcast for episode 17. Welcome aboard, guys. What's going on? How is it out there in sunny California? Yo, yo thanks for having us on. This is really cool. Yeah, no, for sure. My pleasure. My, my pleasure. So, so what's going on? You guys have just released how many, which album is this? I, I lose track. This is album number eight. eight. Wow. Album number eight. Hashuv, eight. That's great. That is great. Wow. Wow. Look at that. Close up on the album. That, that, wow. Very nice. So, <laughs> so album number eight. So, so let's go back to before album number eight. How'd this all get started? How did eighth day form? Well, Bensi's my brother and we grew up and it uh, formed in our parents' home right there on the couch. Oh Yeah. Who, mm-hmm. who's, who, who is, who is the, who is the, the original? See, I know that you sing, he also sings, but you play the, do you both play the guitar as well or? Just Bensi. Bensi's the musician. Bensi's the, uh, the one who holds it all together. Nice. Nice. So you're saying it started off in your parents, ca- in your, in, in your, in your living room. What are you guys doing? Kitchen. Here? Kitchen, living room. Well, I mean, you guys come from a very musical family. You're, you, we, had your, we had your cousin out on the show. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him, Benny Friedman. We had him a yes. couple back. And Benny's a nice guy. Yeah. What did you guys talk about with Benny? You guys? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we talked about, we talked about his, his beginnings and how he started out and everything like that. And the fact that you guys also have a famous uncle that some people may have heard of um, once or twice. Yeah. I, I, yeah he's a um, big guy. Just a bit, yeah. Just, just a bit. So anyways, when did you guys first get into music? 
Like you're saying this started many um, years ago. Like what were you guys, how old are you guys? Bensie's been into music forever. Bensie's yeah. like a professional musician. Oh yeah? So what do you guys- Yeah, I think he taught himself how to play guitar at a very young age. That's really cool. That's really, really cool. That's, that's kind of how I started. I, I, also, I also play instruments. What do you play? I play guitar, drum, saxophone, keyboard, and anything I can get my hands on, really. Really? Yes. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And Good for on, you. Yeah, honestly, guitar is my favorite one. That's the one I taught myself. Amazing. Yeah. It, it, it's fun. It, it's relaxing. How long have you been doing this podcast? Um, we've been doing the podcast now since, yeah, July 1st. Very nice. We've been going strong. We had a two-week break because of the Yom Tovim, but, you know, we've been going strong. Baruch Hashem. So, so you're saying, so Bensi's the, Bensi's the musician behind the, behind yeah. the whole group. And Absolutely. You, and you, what, you're, you're the singer, so you write the song, you write the music. I write the lyrics. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, it's hard to compose if you don't play any instruments, so I try as much as I can. Right. But, uh, you know, Bensi helps out with that. Play a little guitar. I know at least, uh, I think, four chords. All I right. actually wrote some songs with just four chords. Bensi well, that's, all four chords. Well, that's all you need. If you, if you yeah. figure it out, the secret to every single song is just three or four chords. Yeah, so it's the main chords. Nice. That's very cool. So what was your first album? What was the first album that you guys ever, ever created and produced? Tracht Gut. Tracht Gut sei Gut. I remember that one. I remember when that actually came out. That was that was a very big success. That was a very big hit. And that, that was a very, very big success. And then do you do you guys feel that like that kind of propelled you to where you are today? I mean, I've seen I used to see you guys on the Chabad Telethon videos and all sorts of other venues, but do you feel like that album really propelled you to to put out more albums from there? Like how do you guys feel about that one? Yeah, definitely. That one, uh, it was much better received than we ever imagined. Oh, yeah? You know, we really started out just doing a fun family hobby project sort of thing. That's so cute. And, uh, yeah, you know, brothers are hanging out at home. Uh, we have some other siblings, also very musical, play instruments. We all sit around and jam. You know how it is being a fellow musician. That's so cute. And... Um, yeah, doing the album was more of sort of an afterthought um, to the, you know, sort of the family jams that were going on. Oh, yeah. And then, and then you guys just like, hey, wait a minute. Why don't we make an album? Exactly. <laughs> so like, we actually we just fun. started recording songs for fun. That's great. We have, uh, we have an older brother who uh, is in the advertising world. So he had a lot of experience with recording studios and... Um, you know, that thing. So he was like, hey, you know, take it to a studio, show you how to plug in a mic, plug in your guitar, That's really some vocals. And then uh, we recorded like five, six, seven songs. And we were like, hey, this is like an album. Well, there you go. That's really you funny. Know, finish it up and release it. Yeah. So it took a long time. That first album took a long, long time. It was over many years. No, listen, you know, good things take time. And the fact that like all the, these things, like you, you just started from nothing. You just start from like sitting on the couch, jamming with your family, doing a little jam and jam in the house. That, that's pretty cool. I have yeah. to say that, that's pretty cool. What was your, what was your favorite song on that album? Ooh, 
back a ways. Um, I would probably go with um, Rain. Rain. I hear that. Very, I told. I hear that. It was I, very, um, very unique, and I think it was also because we had catchy songs like "Chocolate with Zangut," kind of become somewhat of our signature. You know, thing to have these catchy Yiddish or Hebrew sayings and put it to a nice dancey groove. Right. Um, but rain was like, that's where we really were coming from. These, you know, thought out ballads that were maybe a little more poetic and a little more um, artistic, I guess, than your typical, typical Jewish music, you know, that we were used to, that we grew up on. Um, and we put in, in the middle of the song, there's a bridge, Yivarechecha, you know, the, the, the Kohen blessing. So we have this whole like English sort of pop rock ballad. And then in the middle, we come in with this like really, uh, you know, Hasidic sounding bridge of it's, it's uh, you know, when I look back at it now, it was pretty unique. No, for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Now, now what, what about Hule? See, not Hule. Well, I mean, Hule is also a great song. What about Yalili? Everyone knows you guys for right. Yalili. So, and that, that's Shmuel's acting over there in, in the video. Yeah. Now, what about Yalili? Like, everybody knows you guys as the Yalili guys. Like, when I was getting married, the guys like, this, the musicians like, hey, man, you want me to play Yalili? I was like, yeah, sure, of course. Like, everyone was doing covers of that song. Everyone was dancing that song, you yeah. know. What what was the that inspiration behind Yalili? Um, oh wow, yeah. So a lot to say on this subject. That was we'll a great song. Anytime, thank you. Um, so that song started out as we weren't really sure what it was, what to do with it. It was just this idea of you know the Ashkenaz Sephardi kind of battle of the words uh, at the Hatan and. Noah, you know, we were mixing the, the Sephardic Havara and then, you know, the like the Hasidish or Yiddish sounding, more Ashkenazic. So um, we recorded a few versions of it actually. Really? The final one, yeah. We went through many iterations. Um, it was for a much more rock heavy version with a lot of guitar, live drums. Uh, very different sounding than what it eventually became. And then, um, you know, I guess back then we just had more time to toy with things. So we, we just tried a bunch of different versions and we even had a bunch of different people mix the, the tracks until um, just some guy by chance, we met somebody in the music business and he connected us with this engineer, his name is Matt Thorne. And long story short, he's mixing all of our records, like since then, basically. And okay. uh, he did a mix of the Alili, and we just, like, you know, like a light bulb went on. Like, this is it. Like, That's great. He nailed it, yeah. And then um, a lot of things just started happening. A lot of uh, people heard the song and got very excited about it. We were still relatively unknown. Um, so... You know, we were kind of just new to the whole industry. Um, the um, the biggest thing was Ellie Schwabel, a very good friend of ours 
from a group called Leif Tahar. I don't know if you're familiar. Sure. Um, he uh, heard us perform at, at a, I think it was a Pesach hotel or something. And we ended up getting, you know, becoming good friends. And he basically convinced us to come guest star on a concert that he was doing in New York. Oh, wow. His group. And he, was, he heard Yalili. He's like, this song is amazing. It's going to blow up. You got to come guest star on the show and do this song. And uh, that we, we came. We were like very unsure about the whole thing. We were like, I don't know. Nobody knows it. It's new. It's not ready. We were very reticent, and he pushed us kicking and screaming. <laughs> he left us all the way to New York, and we went on stage, and it was, it was right away. You can just feel from the audience reaction and just how, you know, this, this is going to work. And it just grew from there. We did the video. Again, my our older brother, Chaim, yeah. super talented, amazing guy um, with his experience in the advertising world. He helped us produce and direct uh, the Yalili video, which went on to get millions and millions of views and became a big phenomenon. Yeah, that's great. That 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 video, it seemed like, yeah, I was about to say, it did. It seemed like it grossed a, a large amount of views on YouTube and has been the inspiration for a lot of different people. Like I said, you go to any wedding, like the guy's doing Yalili, the guy's playing Yalili. It comes yeah. up in one of the sets. Because I've noticed this with a lot. Hey, Shmuel's back. I noticed this with a lot of your albums, a lot of your music. Like you guys have that one track on the album that like really becomes like a hit, like a fan favorite. Like you know, like Yalili, and then you have Hule, and then you have a few others. And now on and on this new album, I think that the one that you guys made into a video as well is also like one of those songs as well that's going to become one of those fan favorites. Have right. you heard the whole album? I haven't had. Ch- I apologize. I'm 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 a bad fan. I haven't had a chance to go through the entire album yet. Unfortunately, I've been sick for the past three days. But uh, yeah, no, it's cool. It is so cool. But um, no, but that's what I find also. I love about your albums that you have like this very interesting mix of like like Freilich music and then like these slow ballads and then you have like a rock 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 songs. Like you guys really really like pull come from every single like angle come from every single genre like situation definitely with this definitely with this new album you have a lot of different styles it's almost hard to figure out what's going to be there in all their own rights really this album i think you'll you'll notice is different than any previous album Okay. I, I definitely I'm looking forward to listening to it. I think I'm I'm really I'm looking forward to listening to the whole thing. Um, now I wanted to ask you guys a question on Hule. My kids love the song; they're obsessed mm-hmm. with it. And there's one line in the song that I just don't know. I, it's hard for me to understand what it means. Are you guys saying IDK Hule? What are you guys saying over there? I don't understand it. It's been bugging. Oh, Heilike, Heilike, Heilike. Because honestly, I know, I know, I sound silly. Honestly, I thought you guys the whole time listening to that song, my kids are playing it. You're saying IDK Hule. <laughs> First of all, your kids are awesome for liking that song. They're obsessed so with it. They they tell, tell them they, eighth day likes your kids. They're good kids. I will. They in school. Yeah, can I know her? Good. One in they first grade. One in, in other classmates. Eighth day came out with a new album. Helped spread sure. the word at their school. What school they go to? They go to a school called. Um, Moria, Talmud Torah, Moria. They're all girls, but it's a girls' school that they all they do is learn Torah. 
Yeah, where is this? In Beit Shemesh, in Israel. Wow. I'm in Israel. Wow. Eretz Israel. That's mamish amazing. Just knowing that our songs are being listened to and enjoyed by the people of Eretz Yisrael brings such joy to our hearts. Every single morning, whether I want it or not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, Uh But yeah, the whole time, I, I, I'm I, telling you, I thought you guys were saying IDK Hule. You're, you're going to laugh at me. You're, you're like, oh, man. But yeah. Well, now that I got it clear, Heilige Hule. Now I got it clear. Hule. I, I, like I said, that, that was a good, that was one of my favorites. In also. Hebrew, it would be Hule uh, HaKadosh. Hule HaKadosh. Yeah, see, see some, sometimes your songs, you guys do Hebrew versions of it. It, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't, tra- it doesn't translate so well, you know? Yeah. Now that's, that's something I wanted to ask you also. Like you guys tend to focus more on English, English songs. A lot of musicians are into doing Hebrew songs. Some of them do English songs. They're not so good at the English songs. Like, I, I had this, I was asking, I had, I asked this question to a couple of our guests on the show. Some of them who have more of the Yiddish speaking accent, you know, um, and what's with you guys in English songs? Why Dafka English songs do you, why do you guys like tend to do more English songs than Hebrew songs? The question is why do other people tend to do more Hebrew songs? And a simple answer is because it's easier. Fair enough. You just take a Pasuk, you take a Mishnah, and you're good to go. To do English, it's very difficult. Either it's a little cheesy, you know, it's just not poetic. In Hebrew, everything that the Malach wrote is poetic. Everything in Hebrew is poetic. I know, it's crazy. You, you go into the huh? shop. It's crazy. You go into the shop over here. The guy's saying you poetry. He's really trying exactly. to sell you a shawarma. It's amazing, but us, I, I, I love it. I love it. You, you, it. There's more creativity. I have often had. I've often said this. It seems like there's more creativity when it comes to writing the songs in in English or even in Yiddish, because it's it's harder to. It's it's you're you're working at it more. Right. Yeah. It's you much more difficult. You don't just open up a sitter and and flip to the page and say, Ah, Gewalt, I made a new song. Not to say, listen, we're not going to say that that's not, that's not talent, but I, I, I think it's amazing that you guys put in, the, put in the grind over there. Yeah. I think there's one story. The one Chassid, he would do al in Russian because he said that his Yitzhahara speaks Russian. <laughs> you know, so sometimes when you want to speak to, when you want to speak to people, you got to speak their language, you know? For sure. I think that yeah. helps also. I think that's I think that's a big part of what you guys do is the fact that your songs are in English, they can easily relate to all sorts of all sorts of Jews. Yeah, you know, we get the amazing feedback. Like it, it seems like you guys probably, whether you realize it or not, you relate to all sorts. You probably relate to all sorts of Jews on all sorts of levels because your songs are in English and people understand them and they're warm and they're comforting and they have they lift they lift you up. Well, the truth is. If I can jump in here. Um, okay. We grew up on uh, on Shlichus, Shlichut, Chabad, and you know we were raised singing in old age homes, singing at Hanukkah parties. Um, obviously, watching our father, you know, uh, serve the community and give speeches and inspire people. So it was almost uh, you know 
subconscious and sort of automatic that we were writing songs that was trying to just fit right into that mode. Like the biggest thing for us was we wanted to write songs and perform songs that would inspire people, inspire, you know, anybody. So you're performing at a Hanukkah menorah lighting, for example, or a Purim party where, you know, most of the people are maybe not raised religious or maybe it's their first time coming to a synagogue or to a, you know, a Jewish event. So uh, that was always in the back of our minds. We wanted to relate to everybody and not just to someone who went to yeshiva like us and, you know, had uh, a full uh, Torah education. Um, that being said, you know, definitely, you know, thank God it took off in the from world as well. But that was always, you know, our eye was always on, you know, relating to everybody and inspiring anybody who would hear this song would touch them in some way and, you know, would immediately be relatable for them. That's great. What would you say out of all your songs, out of all the songs that you've done, what would you say is your favorite song? Oh, they're all a favorite. The impossible question. He drops that one. Life has okay. different moments. You know, you have time to celebrate, time to be sad, time to, you know, we have songs for all occasions. You know, this new album, I got to tell you, when you listen to it, you'll see there's got some really fun stuff, some meaningful stuff, some playful stuff. You know, some serious stuff, some Hebrew stuff. So I think you're you're gonna like this new album. Nice. So tell me tell me more about the new album. The new album is our best so far. Let me let me just tell you that, you know, because it's you can't lie, you know. Okay. It's not it's not Gaiva, you know, it's not Gaiva when it's just the truth, you know. <laughs> this album is by far eighth day's best album. It's a must have. Must. <clears throat> Eric Chisrol is gonna love it. Because the first song is about about going back home, Yerushalayim. Home is good. That's number one. No one can stop us now. It's already, we're already at a point where we're going to bring it home. Nice. Then you have Samach to Samach, which is just a great wedding groove. Gesund, <coughs> gesund. Sorry, and then, of sorry. course, you have the title track, Stronger, Closer, amazing ballad about Achdos, Unity, where mom is so close to the Gula. And then, of course, that leads you right into a song called Gula itself. And this is um, one of our favorite from this album, Alf Bass Gimel, Gula song. Nice. Then you have This Life Was Meant for Living. That's number five. Miracle of Light, the video's already out. That is a new sound because they're going crazy for it. Um, We've been performing it throughout the year and just kids are going nuts for it. That then is a good song. I, I, yeah, I've, I've, heard, I've heard you guys sing that song, play that song. Yeah, that's a fun one. <coughs> then you have Shema Yisrael, which is a very unique sound even for us. We've never experimented with anything this style. People are doing that. And then you have Abyssal Mazel, which is a very fun Yiddish, English, little uh, retro feel there. Then you have a ballad, Star of David. This one, getting a lot of great feedback on it. And then, of course, the video, Mashdatul's Calling. You all saw that. Yes. We have a lot of Israeli comments on that video. So someone in Israel is watching it. Really? That's really funny. Yeah. What, in Hebrew? Yeah, Hebrew comments. That's really funny. 
Yeah. I mean, Israelis who don't speak English enjoy, you know, I enjoy Israeli songs. I have no idea what they're talking about. Fair enough. <laughs> and number 11 is uh, Change Our World. It's a song about, you know, how we can change the world for good. That's great. So it seems like this whole album is a lot about, about Achtos and positivity and, and Ruchnis and all sorts of really amazing things. And it's, it, it, it seems like you've combined all the elements of all your other songs and music and put it into this album. It, it really, from the, the, the names of the tracks and everything like that, it seems like you've really combined everything you guys do into this. That's true. I think that's what people are sensing. People that have heard it, we were on the uh, Zweig show this morning. He's going crazy over it. He can't figure out what it is. I just think it's that sense that um, I think Bensi, as the producer, really hit his stride with um, everything is top notch. You know, usually there's, in the olden days, it was a record. You had your A song and then you had your B roll, which was your second, you know? Right. Sometimes people have a hit and then the rest are just filler. There's really right. no filler on this album. It's just, we had other songs that we didn't put on this album because they were wow. the filler. They're only hits. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's really cool. See, that's how you know you made yeah, That's how you know, like, you're, you're like, yeah, you made it. Ilu. Like, you know, you, you're able to put all your, all your good tracks, like, you know, you've gone through it. You were able to put all your good tracks down here and you know, you know what, this is going to be awesome. I'm look, I know that people are going to love this. That's what I'm saying is like, it seems like you guys have combined all the elements of all your, all eight of your albums into this one awesome super album that people are going to go out there and love. I mean, I'm already a fan of most, a lot of the, I've, I've listened to most of the songs. Like I told you most of the songs, not all of them, I apologize, but I am a big fan and it, it, it's really, it's really cool. And the, the video that you guys did for, for my Shtetl's calling, what was up with that? What was the concept of that? I I, I, I it was a cute video. You know, you guys did like the whole, like the whole like flash mob, the everyone's walking and dancing through Crown Heights and doing the whole thing. What was up with that? What was the concept of that video? Um, yeah, so that was, you know, sort of an ode to Crown Heights. It was, um, we did it together with COL Live. Right. And uh, they wanted to do a video celebrating Crown Heights. And it was sort of a perfect uh, song for that. We put in uh, my shtetl Crown Heights. We tweaked the lyrics. And of course, we have a very strong connection with Crown Heights and with Brooklyn and sort of our second home even though we grew up in California, but you know, Bobby and Zadie and all our uncles and cousins and or 770 and going there to, to visit the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Um, we were there quite often. And um, so Crown Heights is pretty special to us. And we've been dying to do a remix of Bob and You. That's like one of our favorite songs, but we did it so long ago that not so many people were familiar. Well, there you go. Exactly. And it was just a perfect, uh, you know, synergy there. It's and a it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun shooting that video. Nice. Uh, it came out nice. It's a very, it's a very popping song. You know what I'm saying? Like there, it's a, it's a very, very popping song and it gets you out. It gets you up in a good mood and puts you, puts you out where you need to be. Like I yeah. put it on sometimes right before I'm about to get down and do some work because it really, it really puts me in a mood, you know? Yeah. Right. I was listening to it the other day and I just kept singing in my head. I'm like walking down the street. People are looking at me like, what is this guy doing? I was like, I'm singing. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm singing. I'm enjoying myself. That's um, but that's really cool. 
that that's really super duper cool. And um, I, I wish you guys much hasluka with it, and that it should continue to bring you, to, like, kind of continue to snowball you into more albums, even better albums than this one. I mean, I know you guys say this one is your best one, mm-hmm. but come on, you, Bezrat Hashem, you're gonna keep putting out more albums, and you're gonna keep saying the same thing about the next one. Next time you come on my show, you're gonna be like, "Oh man, this one was better than the last one." Wow, Bezrat Hashem. It's a shame, you know, it's all, it, all in due time. What's, what's the future hold for it? I mean, I know you guys just finished this one, but like generally, like I was talking with um, a few guys on our show and I said, what's, what happens now that you finish the album? They're like, we make another one. Exactly. So, well, yeah, I got to get to work on making uh, some more videos. It's very popular these days with the kids. And, uh, do our world tour starting uh, Hanukkah. Wow. Yeah, traveling all over the U.S. and God willing, uh, coming to Israel in the not too distant future. When are you guys coming out? We don't have a date locked down, but we've been uh, in talks with some venues to come out there. Hopefully, we'll uh, lock that up very soon. For sure, for sure, and, for sure. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get you some backstage passes when we come around. That'd be nice. That, <laughs> If, if that's real, that would be really nice. I, I would, I would love to come out. Where do you? You guys have been here before, haven't you? We have, we have, we've been there a few times. Um, mostly for just a quick, like one or two shows, and then never really came out for a tour. So hopefully next time we'll stick around a little longer. Nice, please God, please God. Yeah. It's always, it's always good to be. It's always good to to be here. It's, yes, indeed. It's always good to be here. Well, it was seriously a, a pleasure to have you guys on my show. I've been looking forward to this one for a while. And I wish you Hatzlacha on your tour. I wish you Hatzlacha with your album. And where can people pick up the new album from 8th Day? And Shmuel, where can I get one of those cool guitar picks? I, w- I, would, love, I would love one of those cool Ooh. guitar picks. Check out um, myeighthday.com. Okay. Look at that pick. Oh, and, that, um, that's a pick. Beauty. In Israel, uh, people can get it online. Yeah, it's online. It's it should be in Israel uh, any minute now. If it's not there already, uh, I know uh, Shankies. Shankies. I'll pronounce it. Shankies. Shankies. Shankies is distributing it. Shankies. Okay. Shout out to Shankies. Cool. So definitely, yeah, definitely, we'll we'll definitely hit that up. And you said it's online. I'm assuming on Nigan Music, mostly music. And uh, yeah. wherever Jewish music is sold, you guys can go out there and pick up the newest, latest, and greatest album from my friends, Eighth Day, the Marcus Brothers. And awesome. again, we wish you guys tremendous hatzalacha and everything you're doing. And I'm happy we finally got down to, to doing the show. It's, it's cool. And Mezrat Hashem, we'll, we'll keep hearing more things, good things coming out of you guys. More videos, more music, only good things. Awesome. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. Talk to you later. All right. Catch you later, guys. Okay, bye. You've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simple, the podcast. For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at Go Simple Live, and don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, Go Simcha.